Hey everyone, I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and you are listening to the Soul Align Podcast, where we help high-achieving leaders and driven visionaries do what you love and live your purpose. So welcome. Today we're going to be talking about finding your voice and different confidence-building activities that you can do and some of the key components to building up that confidence, especially within your voice. So I wanted to first start out with just sharing my story because I grew up as a dancer and I was super shy. I didn't really like to talk to people. You know, I I have these memories of my mom introducing me to some of her friends and I would just stand there. Like, I don't know what to say. Do I say hello? Do I say my name? Do I tell them what my imaginary friend's name is? I, I don't know. I just feel weird and awkward. So that ended up carrying on in my life for a while and I really found joy in being able to express myself through dance because I felt like I didn't know how to express myself through the words that I was speaking. And this continued all the way on up till college and I was in a class where, um, in a ballet class, and my ballet teacher actually would I had one that would actually have a sing in the middle of ballet class and she said, you know, it really helps us like open up and breathe and kind of just relax into the movement a little bit more. And so when I was in class one day, she actually had us start singing and we completely left the dance combination that we were doing. And now she was just having us sing. And of course she picked me out of the whole class to kind of get up front and center in front of everyone and start singing and sharing my story, Um, (laughs) sharing my story through the song. And so I would, you know, just sing how I could and she just kept saying, no, no, you're not giving enough. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this lady's going to kill me. I can't, I don't know what else I can do. This is this is really tough, you know? And I just felt all of these old pieces of me just feeling like, oh, like, but my voice sucks. Like, no one wants to hear me. Like, I have nothing to say. Like, just let me go. Let let someone else go up there and do that thing. And she kept being on me literally for what felt like almost an hour. And finally, I remember like, there was one time where I was crying and she's like, nope, still not enough. Give me all of you. And so I felt this like anger inside of me and it was like from the pit of my belly and it came out and I sang the song and I remember she didn't do anything afterwards. She just looked at me and goes, okay, all right, I'll see you guys all in the next class. And she just dismissed us. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, this was crazy. And so I kind of left and I remember just feeling this sense of freedom, this sense of openness, like, wow, I was, I was just heard for like one of the first times. And I, I channeled that, I expressed myself with my voice. And then I started feeling so good. So I went up to her and I was like, I, why am I feeling so good? <laughs> this is weird. And so she started to explain how, yeah, when you're breathing so deeply that you're putting your all into it, actually you're getting a deeper breath. And when you're breathing more, there's more endorphins and energy moving through your body. So it can really support you as an artist, as a creative. And so it was one of the most profound moments I had actually in the ballet studio. And basically, you know, later on then led me to becoming a musician and touring all around the world for many years. So 
I want to break down what happened in that class and also ways that I continued to nurture my voice after that moment because it was such a pivotal moment. But I could have easily said, okay, that just happened once. It'll never happen again. So, you know, now I have sang in front of thousands of people, my biggest audience being 10,000 people. So imagine going from being that scared girl who is in a class of maybe 15 other people in the room, terrified, like ready to pee my pants, you know, and crying, and then yet going into performing in front of so many people. There is a reason why I've been able to do all of this, and that's what I want to share with you all. Number one, it is environment. You know, I had to be in a space of learning and exploration. I had to be in that ballet studio and not in a voice room or, you know, with a voice teacher or, um, you know, having too critical of eyes on me. Um, I needed to be able to explore and experience, okay, what is here? And I needed to just keep having the ability, the space to keep trying. And another thing with that environment is failure was okay. Failure was actually, um, it was an exciting piece of the dance school you know it was when you fail you're failing forward when you fall that means you're trying so hard that you're that you're gonna fall next time you're gonna be able to catch yourself and so that's what the teacher was showing and showcasing was hey I'm gonna push you so far outside of your comfort zone that you'll find how to be comfortable there instead of just taking these little baby steps so having that environment to release whatever I wanted to sound like because for her, you know, she wasn't trying to get me to sound pretty and that's what I was getting caught in. I wanted to sound nice. I wanted to look pretty. We all get stuck in that sort of mentality sometimes. And so instead of actually projecting my voice, allowing um, others to hear me, I was covering up my voice because I was too scared of it sounding bad, right? But finally, I was in that space of exploration. I got to feel all those emotions, all my body, and out came a voice. The second part that I wanna break down is having that someone to inspire or push you outside of your comfort zone. And this can be tough, you know? Some teachers are really good at it. Some aren't really good at it. Same thing with mentors, some, same thing with parents and role models. But to be able to have someone that is actually on your team, you know, they're not fighting you. They're not, they're not putting you down in any way, but they are pushing you outside of your comfort zone and they know where your comfort zone is, right? They've seen you play in that time and time again. They've also maybe seen you like dip your finger or your toes right outside of the comfort zone and they know your capabilities, your potential for what would happen if you actually went outside of it. And that's what my teacher did for me in that class. Um, you know, it can be it can be a teacher, it can be a group of people, um, it could be an animal. You know, sometimes we get that inspiration by hearing an animal do something crazy with their voice, and we're like, "Wow, how did they do that? Let me explore. How does that sound?" Like, or you know, whatever. <laughs> that was a weird sound, but that's it. It's just that space of exploration and being inspired by someone else, allowing them to open up what you think is possible. 
And the third piece I want to go into, and I kind of spoke on this a little bit, but is try and try again. I didn't get it right the first time. I also, there is no right. I didn't uh, fully express myself and uh, express myself in a way that someone was able to really feel and understand that first time or the second time or the third time. Like I said, that was an hour into that class. And do you think like she did it again do you think i she was like oh yeah good you've got it no she got on my case multiple times after that but that's because it is a practice it's not something that you can just turn on your confidence speaking your truth having uh freedom in your voice is not something that just happens overnight it is something that you develop and practice to become more and more comfortable I remember when I first started singing um, out of college, when I was really singing more in a in the goal of becoming professional. I wasn't even professional yet. Um, I remember I felt like I had made this like huge leap forward, and I was just like, "Wow, this is so cool!" And I remember like singing in front of you know some of my teachers, some mentors in my life, and I remember that. You know, there were multiple times where people would come up to me and they would give me encouragement and they would also say, I want more. I heard this so many times. I want more. I want more. Give us more of you. Come on. And that's exactly what she did in the class that I was in as well, right? She didn't settle for, okay, yep, you're good. She had me try and try again and again and again until I got to that breaking point. And this is the piece that can be really scary, both as a mentor and as a teacher leading someone to that breaking point moment, but also as a receiver, as the student, as the learner, getting to that breaking point feels terrible because that means that you're in a new place that you've never been in. And it feels like you're literally about to break open. The cool thing is the break opening is the beginning of the breakthrough, breaking through all of these old structures, beliefs and patterns and creating something brand new. In this case, becoming more in touch with your voice, more in touch with your confidence and the clarity and being able to actually express that in a way that others can feel. It was so powerful. But I definitely wouldn't have gotten to that point if I didn't get to that breaking point. Remember in my story, I said the tears started coming and she said, still, no, it's there's more. And that is the breaking point where you transition out of and over uh, being in that space of victim and you declare, you make a new choice that something new is going to happen, that there's going to be a new result. And that can only come from trying and trying again. The next piece that I have is living in the moment. And that's what I had to do. When I finally experienced that release of just going for it, I was so tired of trying. I was so tired of like trying to get to that point that she wanted me to be at. And finally I said, all right, enough is enough. I'm just going to go for it. Even if I sound terrible, like... I'm just gonna put it all out there. I'm gonna totally live in the present moment and let go, stop trying to control it. And that is what left my teacher speechless. It was definitely not the perfect notes, right? It wasn't the beautiful melody line or anything like that. It was that I was so present, so in my body, so in my voice that it brought the 
viewer into that exact present moment. And that's what we have the power to do with our voice. And if we think about this on a bigger scale, that's what we have the power to do in our relationships, in our businesses, with how we make an impact in the world is by being so present in our body, in our mission, in our voice, in our business, that everyone else that witnesses or sees or participates with us becomes in that moment with us right there and from that creation can be born the next piece i want to share is the aftermath right i felt so good afterwards and my teacher reminded me it was because i was releasing the serotonin in my brain and i was finally taking these big deep breaths that i hadn't she said you know ray you haven't been breathing in class i needed to crack you open and what i realized was that this was always available to me at any point this was all stuff that was inside of me and so allowing myself to have that integration time where i did just leave the class right after and then i sat with it and i was like wow you get to feel the ripple of the impact that happens just within your body you get to feel that fullness of expression you get to feel yourself in your full truth and there's not a greater gift that you could give yourself than that and so to sustain this, I, I started singing more, you know, I was like, I feel good. And I was kind of depressed. I was in a funk before that. I had just gotten injured with all my dance stuff. Like my dance career was, it was like almost done. And I thought it was at the very beginning. It was a really traumatic time. And so I was like, I need to sing just to feel good, just to feel my voice, feel my presence in my body. And I started to learn you know, well, what do I have to say if I'm going to be singing? And what, what am I, what am I trying to do in life? You know, what am I, what was I holding everything in for? And it was interesting because as I started, I felt really awkward and still squeaky. It was like I was still building up the muscles and but eventually I did start to see shifts in my relationships because by getting that strength in my voice, by having that confidence, I was finally asking for the support that I needed from uh, friends, lovers, my family, from coaches. I finally understood, wow, I can ask for what I need and my needs will be met. That was powerful. Um, I was really scared of my power when I experienced it too. It was like I needed to face this and I needed to come back to my heart because I was so scared that feeling all this power, um, it felt like it was in my mind. And if I have all this power, then I have all this responsibility. And I did not want all that responsibility. Um, but, you know, I did say yes. I wanted, I did want to feel it. I just, in my mind, didn't want to feel it. So I needed to really continue to come back to me, come back to my heart, my integrity, my values, my honesty, my centeredness. As I developed my voice and my confidence, I needed to continue coming back here because it was feeling scary seeing um, such a powerful woman in the mirror. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. 
I also needed to practice, you know, to keep that confidence, keep uh, strengthening my voice. It was, it came down to just practicing. I wanted my voice to be heard. I wanted to be comfortable with it. I wanted to make sure that it was coming from my heart first and that it was my voice that I was speaking, not someone else's that I was mimicking. And that only comes with time. It's like building a relationship. And with that, it's just about showing up. It's it's showing up to the experience. And as I continued my journey um, and you know, being on stages all around the world, it continued to be a practice of showing up into that present state and just speaking my truth, being there, sharing my voice, sharing who I was in that moment, and then having the audience meet me there. Now, this is the same stuff that I do with my clients now, is helping them tap into that voice, that confidence. And really, it's a transformational journey. All transformational transformational journeys are cyclical, right? They all have these patterns. And the first step goes all the way through till the end. And then at the very end, it actually loops right back to that first step, back to the beginning of creating that environment of learning and exploration to grow and expand. So of course, you know, when it comes down to it, all of these steps happen and finding your voice happens, finding your confidence happens. It's just a matter of, you know, how present you're going to be during this transformational process. And I invite all of you to just dive in, like fully bite into what's uh, there for you as you learn and accept and explore your own voice and your confidence because it'll blow your mind. You, I mean, you all are incredible, incredible humans here and you have a lot to say, even if you are not sure of that. So while you strengthen your voice and your confidence, you're also giving permission to everyone else to do the same. So please go out there, shine your light, do your thing. Thank you so much for checking out this video. I really appreciate it. And please subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet. And if you wanna check out um, all the other videos, go ahead and just tap the screen right there and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Soul Aligned Podcast. If you like our show and would like to know more, please check out www.rayireland.com. That is R-A-E. I-R-E-L-A-N, like the country without a D, or you can leave us a review on iTunes.